Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. And just like that, we are nearly... At the conclusion, and I'll explain why that is coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And no matter where you are making us a part of your Saturday morning into the afternoon, we appreciate you doing so. We will be taking you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific. And we do so live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So I'm going to give you a scenario that I think all of us have been in at some point or another. And it just sucks. There's no two ways about it. It's kind of a bummer. It's a little bit of a downer. But I think it needs to be addressed. And I think that this show should be the one that addresses it. Like you ever uh, gone out getting ready for a party or getting ready for a big night in? Or just say it's you and somebody else. Who knows? Maybe you like to party alone. Whatever your thing is. You buy an 18-pack. You buy a 20-box. Whatever. You know, throw it in the fridge. And then you you undo that little bottom portion where, like, they make it easy for you where you can throw an 18-pack in the fridge. And if you, like, uh, unlatch the bottom, the cans just sort of roll out of the bottom. You know, just it's easy. Like, you don't have to, like... Uh, like open the whole box, throw all the cans in. You just kind of throw the 18 pack in there and you walk away with a smile. You get it, let it get a little chilly. And then you go and you grab one and then you grab another one and you just keep doing it. And then you start to feel it a little bit, start to get a little buzz, having a good time. You're not even thinking. You're just enjoying the moment, man. You got good company. You got good entertainment. You got a fridge full of beer. You just bought it. It's fresh. Everything is good. And then all of a sudden you reach in there and it's a little bit more difficult to get one, but you, you, you know, you could still find enough. And then next thing you know, you, you pull the 18 box forward and like one or two roll to the front. 
and you realize, oh God, we're nearly at the end of this whole thing. And so you start looking around for, hey, what am I going to get into after I blow through the last two of these? And you start looking around and next thing you know, you've got like leftover margarita mix from a quinceanera you were at two years ago that you're thinking, okay, well, hey, I throw that in with some hairspray liquid and, yeah, you know, maybe it's not the safest thing in the world, but hey, nobody's watching. Who cares? Hey, what would Ajax do to me, you know, if I got into that? How much alcohol is in mouthwash? Like you just start, where's the cough? So you start looking around for alternatives because you realize and you realize too late, oh God, we're nearly at the end of this and I'm not done enjoying my time. And I'm not here to be the bearer of bad news. And I'm not here to try and point out any bad things that could be coming up here very soon. But I'm just letting you know that at the conclusion of the Chiefs-Bills game this weekend, you're going to go ahead and pull that 18-pack that you bought back in September forward. And the reality is going to set in that only three games are going to roll to the front. Because after this weekend, we only got three of these bad boys left. That is a miserable thought. You got the conference championship games, and then you got a Super Bowl. Now, I am not willing to count the Pro Bowl as an actual football game. I'm not. Maybe you are, and if you are, good for you. But I'm just not. I mean, what was the last highlight from the Pro Bowl you can think of? I mean, because for me, it was Alvin Kamara beating up some guy in an elevator and them still letting him play. I, like, that's the last thing I got. And I don't even want to go on my diatribe of if you want to make the Pro Bowl relevant again, move it back to Hawaii. They screwed over my friends in Hawaii. They screwed over our fine affiliate at Fox Sports 990, the conch of the Hawaiian Islands. They screwed them all over. But I'm just telling you. This is exactly why you got to really take it in and really enjoy it. This is exactly why you don't complain during the regular season during a blowout. It's exactly why you don't watch an NFL game and mock whoever's starting at quarterback. It's exactly why you don't do it. Because there's going to be a point in time you got to pull the case forward and there's only a couple of left. And you're not done drinking. So I don't know about you. But I would fully enjoy this weekend in the NFL because after this weekend, only three cans are rolling towards the front. And that may not be enough to get you over the next six months, but it's the reality of the situation and exactly why you need to appreciate where exactly you were a few months ago when you were complaining about some of these other games that were going on. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. The Las Vegas Raiders, speaking of Vegas, where the Super Bowl will be at, They have made a decision, and the Las Vegas Raiders have hired Antonio Pierce to be their head coach. Maybe the least surprising decision in all the NFL this offseason, that the Raiders were going to hire Antonio Pierce as their head coach. Look, all Antonio Pierce had to do was win enough games and get people excited just enough, and he was going to get the job. He didn't need to make the playoffs. They didn't, like, look, they stacked up wins early on against a bunch of bad teams. But all he needed to do 
was win enough. And for the record, when he won that game at Kansas City, when everybody was watching, it was over. Antonio Pierce was getting the job. Max Crosby making threats about, well, you know, I'll ask for a trade or whatever the story was. Uh, if, if, you know, they don't hire AP. Devontae Adams, you know, potentially wanting to be elsewhere if they don't hire Antonio Pierce. All of that is cute and good. But when he beat the Kansas City Chiefs, it was over. And it was over because the Las Vegas Raiders, more specifically Mark Davis, are haunted by their past. They were haunted by a decision in their past. We've laid it out on this show before. A couple of years ago, the Raiders were in the playoffs. They nearly won a playoff game at Cincinnati. They were in that game. They played competitive. They played well. That was the same season John Gruden was fired mid-year with all the chaos and the drama and the ugliness and the emails and stuff that came out. Rich Bisaccia took over. The people on that team, the people in that locker room loved Rich Bisaccia. He got them to the playoffs. And what did Mark Davis do? He went out and hired a big-name coach. He went out and hired a big-name GM. And he brought him in because he just thought, hey, we need a big-name guy here. This is Las Vegas. We need somebody that's going to put us on the map. And if you're going to take Gruden from us, let's go out and get somebody from the Belichick coaching tree. And it didn't work. And there was issues with Josh McDaniels, and they didn't get along, and players didn't like him. And I think Mark Davis knew that. I think Mark Davis was haunted by that past and that decision. And I think Mark Davis realized, I can't let this this happen again. I can't lose the locker room because we've got a guy in house that everybody loves that stepped in and furthermore won a game at Kansas City. It was over. And sometimes all you need is a mistake from the past to realize, oh yeah, I don't ever want to do that again. It's why I always say, you don't have to know what you want. Just know what you don't want. Like, sometimes it's easier. Like, hey, what do you want to do with your life? I don't know. All right. You want to do this? Definitely not. Okay. Let's start whittling it down. Like, what do you... Like, Mark Davis looks around and goes, listen, I could probably make a move and hire Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh's probably a better coach. I could probably get aggressive and hire Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel's probably a better coach. There's a lot of candidates out there that you would look at and go, probably a better coach. But Antonio Pierce, who may not be a serious candidate or a serious consideration for other teams in the NFL, is very serious and makes a ton of sense with the Raiders. The guy loves the Raiders. He grew up a Raider fan. I think it was David Carr who told a story that when he was with the Giants, they were playing the Raiders. It might have been a preseason game or it was a blowout or whatever. And he celebrated some sort of a play he made against the Giants. And Antonio Pierce told him to stop doing it. He was a teammate of his. Because he grew up a Raider fan. Like he is a Raider through and through. And I think Mark Davis looked at that in combination with Rich Passacci and the mistake there and just said to himself, look, man. I, I can't let this happen again. I may not know exactly what I'm looking for in the next head coach. I may not know exactly who the best guy is for the job, but I know what I don't want. And what I don't want 
is to give the job away to somebody else who doesn't have the respect of the locker room like this guy does. Because I did it one time, and it blew up in our face. And I nearly lost everybody. And so the fact that Antonio Pierce got this gig, I thought it was wraps and curtains the second Antonio Pierce beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Once that happened on Christmas morning, it was over, and AP gets the job, and now we get to see what the hell that job looks like and what that team looks like moving forward in a division that, by the way, could be on the verge of adding Jim Harbaugh to it and is still trying to figure out what the hell's going on in Denver. So things have gotten interesting in the AFC West, and things have gotten interesting in Las Vegas, the host of the Super Bowl coming up here with the final game of the season as you reach for the cooler and reach for your case of beer that's almost empty. And I'm not here to paint out the negative stuff. I'm just simply here to point out the truth that maybe nobody else is paying attention to. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox or X, whatever. Listen, we're working through this together. All right, you don't like it, blame Elon Musk. He bought the whole thing and then just he basically made a mockery of it, which I'm, I'm okay with. It's fine. But it's X, it's Twitter, it's whatever you want to call it, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox is where you can find me. Uh, we are going to have the usuals coming up here for the next couple hours from the TireRack.com studios. We're going to have another edition of Do You Care coming up at the end of this hour. We're also going to have some Knox locks as we get you set for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, which kick off here in a couple of hours from now. It's all yours here again as we take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific. But coming up next... There are two teams in the NFL that deserve applause, yet they are two teams that have been mocked nonstop for the past few days. And I'll tell you who they are right here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas is killing it today. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up, uh, we'll call it about 10 minutes from now from the tirerack.com studios. We're going to talk about one of the great ideas. In a long-ass time. Just a glorious idea that I think puts everybody on an even playing field. And we'll get into that for you again coming up here in about 10 minutes from now on FSR. So I was looking over. I was just kind of doing a little bit of a dive here. And I was looking over just, you know, teams that have been pretty successful the past three years. You know, just like uh, looking over like the past couple of years, kind of looking at teams that have won a lot. Because, like, look, I mean, you get to the, you, you know, you win a Super Bowl. Obviously, that's the goal for everybody. But, you know, it doesn't mean just because you didn't win a Super Bowl, you're not a good team. There's only one team that does it. You need a lot of things to go your way. Got to get a lot of bounces. You got to be fortunate from an injury standpoint. It's why the Hall of Fame is filled with players who didn't win a Super Bowl, but still were great players and had great careers. Which is why if you just go the Super Bowl route when you're making arguments for people and just say, well, it's like it deserves a little bit more nuance than that. I mean, Tom Brady, I think everybody acknowledges greatest of all time. But it doesn't mean that there's not other quarterbacks that don't deserve consideration. Like, just from a pure talent standpoint, a lot of people point to Dan Marino and go, my God, like, from a talent standpoint, I mean, he was doing stuff nobody was doing. It's why some people make the argument for John Elway. Joe Montana gets it because Joe Montana was undefeated. Like, that's why these debates and these conversations are always fun, and they'll just continue on forever and ever. It's not an open and shut case because you can make the argument for a lot of people, but Super Bowl wins is not the always the telltale sign of who's the greatest ever. It's just not. But I was looking over, just like going back to 2021, I was looking over like teams that have won the most games in the NFL since 2021. If we're just going like regular season games, like who's been the most successful? And, you know, on the list, you know, it's the usual suspects of and, and just the top five team. And we'll just do top five. Like on the list, you know, Chiefs, 49ers, Bills, like that, you know, I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. Chiefs, 49ers, Bills, you know, those are considered teams that are among the best or considered the best over the past three years. I mean, I don't think it's not a surprise to anybody. So you're probably thinking, well, you said top five, but you only listed three. Oh, the other two are the Cowboys and the Eagles. You know, who's uh coached the Cowboys and Eagles to those top five and wins in the NFL the last three years, Mike McCarthy and Nick Sirianni. So when you look at it like that, Do you think, I don't know, 
Maybe we all kind of overreacted just a bit when we were calling for jobs after this past weekend. What do you think? Maybe a little bit of an overreaction? And I get the discussion. And look, I was one of those people. I'll never call for anybody's jobs because I don't care what it is you do for a living. I think it sucks when you lose your job. It sucks. I've been laid off. I've been fired. I've been let go. It sucks. And it doesn't matter if it's a Christmas tree lot, a radio station, uh, a waiter at a retirement home. True story. You know, I had a little bit of an issue with the manager there. You know, I didn't like the way uh, she was treating some of the guests and some of the people at the retirement home. I spoke up and, you know, you say certain things, you lose your job. But point being, I don't care what it is you do for a living. When you lose your job, it sucks. And I never call for anybody's job. I never say anybody should be fired. But I think we all acknowledge when it feels like somebody's time has come to an end and then the move is made. And I think there was a lot of people, myself included, who looked at Mike McCarthy specifically and said, well, Mike McCarthy, look, it does make some sense. You know, like they've come up short in the postseason and all that stuff. But if you just take a step back and the longer it went on and the further we got away from that disaster on Sunday, the more I felt like, you know what, Jerry Jones is going to retain him. He's going to retain him. And I know that he's going into the final year of his deal and he doesn't have a, an extension after this. That's fine. So is Mike Tomlin. And Mike McCarthy's been a lot more successful the past three years than Mike Tomlin has. That's a fact. And if we really want to play this game, because I don't think there's anybody talking about Mike Tomlin should be fired. If we really want to play this game, it's been a long time since Mike Tomlin won that Super Bowl. A long time. So it's just kind of where you are and what we're looking at here. You know, like this. But he's a Dallas Cowboys head coach going into the final year of his deal. The farther we got away from it, the more I felt like, yeah, they're going to retain him. And you know what? I commend him for it. The fact that Nick Sirianni was even on the hot seat to begin with is astonishing to me. That's the one I didn't get. Dude, they were just in a Super Bowl. They nearly won that Super Bowl. Nick Sirianni, 17 games over 500 since he's been in Philly. All the players came out and defended him. What went wrong with the team this year? Who the hell knows? You know, his decision-making and hiring the coordinators and, and, you know, losing Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon, that's obvious. And that'll be addressed this offseason. But it's like when you take a a step back and you actually just overlook the landscape of what the NFL has been the past three years, if all we're doing is judging success based on Super Bowls, then why the hell does Kyle Shanahan have a job? I mean, honestly, like if that's all we're doing is have you won a Super Bowl, then, then you could like call out a lot of people in the NFL for that. But when you actually take a step back and you look at what these two guys have done over the past couple of years, they're in rarefied air. Like we're talking top five in the league. And yet the conversation was, well, they should be fired. They should lose their job. They should. I mean, what's going to be the big change? And I don't know what Mike McCarthy is supposed to say when somebody asks him, hey, What happened in that playoff game? Like, what happened against Green Bay last week? It's like if Mike McCarthy says, look, we had him prepared. 
They knew what the responsibility was. I felt like we had a good week of practice. I don't know what happened. At a certain point, you turn everything over to your players, and either they can make it happen or they can't. And you can say, well, he should have gotten them to respond. When? At halftime, when their defense still couldn't get a stop? Like, if anything, isn't that more on Dan Quinn? I, like I, So that's why the, the further you take a step back in the moment, yeah, we're all outraged. Everybody's disgusted. Oh, there should be major changes and blah, blah, blah. And Belichick should go to Philly and all, the, like, all these other stories that were out there. And then you actually calm down. You let the dust settle. And you look at it and you go, damn, they've had a lot of success the past couple of years. And look, it wouldn't be the first time Philly made a, a quick switch. But this is a little bit too quick. Like, Chip Kelly was above 500 when they fired him. Guy had back-to-back 10-win seasons, won a division title the first year, went to the playoffs. And then the third year, they had a down year. There were some front office decisions. There were some moves that he made. They didn't like it. He was fired in season. Doug Peterson, he was gone not that long after a Super Bowl. But the next year, we're not even a year removed from a team that had they had the ball last, I don't know how many people would have said they wouldn't have gone down and scored. Jalen Hurts, who everybody is calling for, oh, listen, he's overrated, he's this and that. The guy less than a year ago outplayed Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl. That is a fact. Best player on the field. And I don't think he was all that healthy the entire year. So, yes, there need to be some adjustments. Yes, Nick Sirianni is going to address the coordinator position, and there's going to be some other things that go on. We get all that. But to call for his job? Already? (laughs) What are we doing here? And Mike McCarthy, look, I get it. The losses in the playoffs have not been ideal. But if you're going to go ahead and just dismiss everything that they've done the past three years and all the success they have had in the regular season, then I think you're dismissing a big portion of the argument for Mike McCarthy and possibly the only portion of the argument, but when you stack it up next to other teams in the NFL, would you rather trade places with some of these other guys that are out there? I mean, would you rather trade places with some of these other teams that are looking around for you know potential candidates or coaches who are on the hot seat? Like when you take a step back and you actually look in totality over the past couple of years at what these guys have done, top five and wins... And if you're Mike McCarthy, you're second in wins the past couple of years since 2021 to only Andy Reid. He's a game behind. Sometimes you just got to calm down, let the dust settle, and then address the situation. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on X at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox, and you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so coming up next here, this is something that I think puts everybody on an even playing surface and it's sports related i'll tell you what that is right here on fox sports radio but for all the latest from around the world of sports it's none other than martin weiss and round and round it goes as the nfl coaching carousel continues to spin cbs sports reporting the the atlanta falcons owner arthur blank desperately wants to hire former patriots head coach bill belichick to run the falcons cbs sports saying it is belichick's job if he wants it the detroit lions coordinators have been applying for uh, interviewing rather for head coach 
coaching jobs as well with the Falcons and the Seahawks and the Chargers for offensive coordinator Ben Johnson. Defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn had interviews with the Commanders and the Chargers today. Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris is interviewing for the Chargers head coaching job as well. So everybody's interviewing for the Chargers head coaching job, it seems. Uh, They won't be interviewing for head coaches in Dallas this year, at least, as Mike McCarthy will keep his job. But owner Jerry Jones will not extend his contract past 2024. That's per Adam Schefter. NFL divisional round games get started today. Both one seeds in action. The first one at 4.30 Eastern. The Ravens hosting the Texans. And then at 8.15 Eastern, the 49ers host the Packers. Chiefs wide receiver Kadarius Toney has been ruled out for Sunday's game against the Bills. Speaking of Buffalo, the Bills just tweeted out they still need shovelers to help with snow removal. And what, in my opinion, Jonas, is one of the lamest bits in sports. Hire somebody! And uh, But <laughs> this is a, a close-to-home story for me. Check this one out. Detroit rapper 42 Doug, if you're familiar with this music, he performed at Little Caesars Arena in downtown Detroit last night. Sold-out concert. It's fun had by all. But the Pistons host the Bucks. Game tips at 3 Eastern, so at the top of the hour. And several Pistons beat writers are saying there is a strong smell of weed in the building. Oh. So there you go. A little contact high and get this one. Just to put a cherry on top of what used to be a proud organization in Detroit. Detroit today, Jonas is Family Day at Little Caesars Arena. Little Caesars Arena. So bring your they bring your kids to the the game today. They said, and uh, now they have to say, Dad, what's that smell? Back to you. Oh come on! Like nobody had a sip of beer when they were Come on. Basketball. Listen, my dad wasn't a big drinker, but I can remember us playing like a pickup basketball game and him like, hey, you want to have a sip of this? And sneaking me like a sip of his. I think it was a Miller Light when I was like. 12 years old and it was absolutely disgusting now that okay but you know it was a deterrent so all right so the kids are going to go into the arena and smell a little bit of the green wolf i mean come on there's worse things in the world all right like let's not let's not panic put on the ac open up all the doors and try and flush that out as fast as you can figure it out detroit uh jonas knox here on fox sports radio uh by the way coming up in we'll call it about 12 minutes from now from the tyrac.com studios we are gonna have another edition of do you care here on fsr so i'm sure that everybody has done this at some point or another you ever stood in the grocery store standing in line And you just look at either the shopping cart in front of you or the one behind you, or you look at what somebody's loading up onto the conveyor belt to get checked out. And you just think to yourself, oh, God, how could you eat that? I mean, it's like the most disgusting, revolting food. It's bad for you. And you're just looking at it going, oh, my God. And you just like have this sense of like, just you're just passing judgment at every turn. Because you're going there to get what you want. And so you look around at what everybody else is getting and you are totally dismissive and disgusted. You find it gross. Even when you're standing at the checkout line, maybe you're not being judgmental on the person who's in front of you or the person who's behind you, but you start looking at what they're selling at the checkout line and you go, oh, God, it's, it's 1130 in the morning. Do you really need a king size Kit Kat? Like, oh, who wants to buy a National Enquirer? Don't, doesn't anybody know that these stories are fake? Alien baby wins a slam dunk contest somewhere in Minnesota. Like, oh, no, who wants that? It's constant judgment at every turn when you go into a supermarket because everybody thinks they're better than everybody else. 
It's why some people don't push their shopping carts back. They just leave it out in the shop in the parking lot. Oh, somebody else can get it. It's one of the laziest moves on planet Earth. If you do it, I think you're a wretched human being. I'm judgmental of those people. I don't care how far you take your shopping cart. Wheel it back to the front, you lazy ass. Enough's enough. Help out some of those people that are working hard, that are working tirelessly to try and get everything done for you. They got a row of shopping carts. Just wheel it back to the front. At the very least, put it back to where the shopping carts go in that little area in the parking lot. You know, but that's what we do. You go to a grocery store, it's constant judging. You're just judgmental of everybody around you. Well, if you're in Ohio, congratulations. We're all on an even playing surface. Because Kroger, the grocery store in Ohio, the grocery chain in Ohio, has installed sports betting kiosks at 20 locations. So if you were one of those people who walked around and were dismissive of everything else and anybody was eating or buying or putting in their shopping cart or whatever you were doing, if you're like me, you can go ahead and put that judgment down. I will no longer be looking at somebody in a grocery store who's leaving their cart in the parking lot and shame them under my breath and give them a side eye because they're probably willing to do the same for me when they see me betting on the total of the Ravens-Texans game while I've got bell peppers in one hand and a jug of water in the other with a Folgers in my back pocket because I got to get my rocks off so I can go ahead and put some money on a sporting event that's taking place later on today. This is a game changer. You can say it's a bit much. We don't need it. You clearly haven't been to Las Vegas where you go to pump gas or you go to pick up your bag at the airport and there's slot machines everywhere you look. You clearly have not partaken in any of this activity before. I have. Let me tell you something. If it's there, take advantage of it. And the fact that we're at the point now, we're in grocery stores, you can bet on a Pistons game in an arena filled with weed smoke. Don't you realize that this completely puts everybody's weapons of judgment down, no longer can anybody sit there and be critical of anybody else while they're sitting there betting on a horse race somewhere in Dubai and looking at somebody while they've got a shopping cart full of bonbons, waffles, Chex Mix, chocolate-covered pretzels, and ding-dongs. It's over. It is a judgment-free zone moving forward. Everybody's got something that's playing to somebody else. So if you're one of those people who likes to get after it a little bit, if you're one of those people who likes to take uh, shots at me on Twitter and say, hey, can't wait for Knox Locks, can't wait to fade you, that's fine. That's fine. You're a degenerate gambler, and it's okay. But don't be a degenerate gambler and then look down on somebody when they leave their cart parked in the parking lot and are are too lazy to bring it back in. No more judgment. We're done here. I don't want to hear anything about it. 
I don't want to sit here and hear about you looking at somebody's shopping cart and wonder, why did they have bleach, lighter fluid, and a book of matches? What are they planning on doing? I don't want to hear it. If you see some guy standing in front of you and he's got some feminine products and he's got like a fake wig in his cart, you're not here to judge. Those days are over and it's over because sports gambling has taken over this country and it's a damn fine day in America. And you should be proud of yourself. One of the great moments that we've seen in sports. Just think about all those people, all those people who mocked sports betting. Why are you talking about it? It's taboo. Don't go there. Only Al Michaels makes subtle comments under his breath. Only certain people make passive aggressive remarks. No, 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 no. The fact that you can sit there and blow right past the produce or right past the diaper aisle. Like imagine, you know what this has done for men who are going out to pick up diapers? Well, first of all, it's going to take a little longer to get those diapers. But secondly, on your way out, you can throw in five bucks and bet on some random game and hear the conclusion on the radio when you go. Do you know what this has done? What this has done is opened up everybody's eyes and put everybody on, on an even playing field. We're all in this together. No more judgment. No more passing judgment. We're all doing this together. And it's because of sports gambling and sports betting, which is once again brought in America together. It has brought us together in a divided time, and it should be celebrated for it. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio, at the Jonas Knox on X, at the Jonas Knox on X. And coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios, it's another edition of Do You Care? And it's yours here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up top of next hour, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. Going to tell you about Something in the NFL that only exists because of a request that I have made. I'm telling you, and I've been on an island when it comes to this. But this is happening, and it's happening right now in the National Football League. And we'll get into that for you again coming up here a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. A reminder before we get to another edition of Do You Care? That shortly after our show, our podcast will be going up. So if you missed any of today's show, including... Why the case of beer in your fridge is nearly empty. Trust me, it'll make some sense. You just check out the podcast, search Fox Sports Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to, and this is the important part, follow it, rate it, and leave a review of the show there if you can. Leave a review. Let us know how we did. Be complimentary. Be nice for once in your life. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. And right now, it is time for this. There's so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? I don't care. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Bo Benson, to find out what the hell people have been talking about so far this week. Bo? All right. As we inch closer to the Major League Baseball season starting, teams are... uh, Announcing their promotional giveaways, and the San Francisco Giants will give their fans Mickey Mouse ears when the Los Angeles Dodgers roll into town, I believe, in June. Uh, Jonas, do you care? No. This is so lame, man. 
I don't, like, oh, yeah, I don't I even get what what's the what is it in reference to? They're they're trying to call the Dodgers twenty twenty World Series title a Mickey Mouse ring as the internet loves to do. I think this is funny, and anyone that's mad about it should just grow up. But uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's it, what they're trying to do. I, like it's been four years. Like I and listen, if we want to go back to what was happening during COVID, there's probably some things that the Dodgers could do when the Giants come to town to celebrate San Francisco. If we really want to be truthful about it, I don't think anybody wants to go down that road. You know, like what you know, like next thing you know, people are handing out sleeping bags and cardboard boxes at Dodger Stadium when the Giants come to come to town. You know, I'm just saying there's things out here. If we really want to play this game, we can play this game. See, I thought it was in reference to the fact that they signed Shohei Otani and he was an angel. Like maybe that's what it was, but if that's, I mean, come on, man. Like you can do better than that, can't you? Next, Warriors power forward Draymond Green. Uh, he discussed the possibility of the Warriors' big three being broken up during the uh, upcoming NBA trade deadline. The Warriors are, I think, eighteen and twenty-two, so it, it's very possible this time around. Uh, Jonas, do you care? No, I don't care. Listen, uh, a- it's one of the great eras that we've seen in sports in a long ass time. They did amazing things, and the fact that they were able to get that last one against Boston a couple of years ago just showed you how great this era was for the Warriors if they trade it away if they move on from everybody I think Steph Curry's there he's a lifer but I could see Clay Thompson and possibly Draymond moving elsewhere but still doesn't change the fact that they had a great run next uh, Blazers center DeAndre Ayton had to miss a game earlier this week uh, as he could not leave his home due to the icy conditions in Portland. Uh, I have a friend that lives up there sending uh, pictures, and yeah, it is frozen over up there. Jonas, do you care? Uh, yeah, listen, man, I know that we want to mock it. this and say, like, it's easy for us in California to sit here and be judgmental. Have you ever seen the way Californians drive when it rains out? It's raining right now in Southern California, and they are morons. They have no idea how to keep their car on the road. You'll see three, four accidents during a two-mile stretch on the highway. So very serious, very real. I don't blame him. Next! Uh, Eagles center Jason Kelsey visited his local McDonald's the morning after the Eagles lost to uh, Tampa Bay. He gave a signed jersey to his favorite cashier and confirmed his order. Two sausage McMuffins with egg and a large black coffee. Jonas, do you care? No, I don't care. Listen, you lose me. I mean, it's a great story. Jason Kelsey's had a Hall of Fame career. Who knows if this is the end? It feels like it. But, I mean, when you start drinking coffee with your breakfast, I'm more of a coffee alone. I don't want anything mixed with it. I like it black. I like a shot of espresso inside of it. That's it. You don't need food intake with all that. Next! The Florida Gators are under NCAA investigation uh, for their recruitment of Jaden Rashada, who ended up at Arizona State. Jonas, do you care? No, another NCAA investigation. No, I don't care. I don't care! The New York Jets will reportedly make a uniform switch this offseason, returning to the sack exchange jerseys. Uh, they're going to create a home template as well. Do you care? Yes. Look, has as anybody not learned their lesson? The Eagles throwbacks, the Giants throwbacks, the Jets throwbacks, all of those were better than how people did it now. Not everything from the past is outdated. Sometimes your past is better than your present, and that's the exact case here with the Jets. You know, there are sometimes things that aren't subjective. I'm sorry to tell you this, but it is a fact. It is a truth. And we will tell you what that truth is coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 
You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country, no matter where you are, making us a part of your Saturday afternoon. We appreciate you doing so. We won't be taking you all the way up till the end of this hour, 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, and we do so live we'll do it from live. TireRack.com. Studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So I do want to point this out because Bo Benson brought this up as we closed up uh, another edition of Do You Care about, you know, seven minutes ago, whatever it was. And I want to make this point because not everything is subjective. You know, like like, there's a lot of things that are, but there are some things in the NFL that are not. Okay. Like, I don't like mushrooms. I think they're revolting. I don't know how people eat them. When I see them, I get nauseous. It's a fungus. Like, if that's the case, why don't you, why don't you eat somebody's toenails while you're at it? Like, it's, it's weird. Like, it just, like I don't, I'm not into it. But there are some people who love mushrooms. Love them. I think it's disgusting. And it's not even one of those things to where if you put it on, well, just take it off. Like if you if somebody gets a pizza and there's mushrooms on it, it's like, oh, just take them off. No, no, no. The fact that they were ever there is bad enough. Like, it, you know, if you're if you're looking at buying a place, hey, I was thinking about, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at buying this place, and like the realtor takes you through and shows you it, and then the realtor says, oh my god, funny thing about this place is that, huh? Believe it or not. Ted Bundy used the bathroom once. It's like, okay. He didn't buy it. He didn't commit a crime there. He didn't do what he normally does there, but he was there. Sometimes that's enough. You know what? We're going to look elsewhere. We'll take the smaller place with the worst backyard and all the other stuff. The fact that a mushroom was even there is bad enough for me. But it's subjective. I know some people that love them. They lo- it's a daily intake for them. They love them. Dude, There's nothing subjective about what I'm about to say. If you disagree, you don't count. The Jets throw back unis, the Giants, the Seahawks, the Eagles, those specifically are all better than any product they've come out with or any design that they've come out with since. And it ain't even a debate. There's no argument. It is open and shut. And if you say different, again, you don't count. You cease to exist. It's like you're not even there. Man up and vanish like a fart in the wind. You may as well be Dufresne crawling through that tunnel. You don't, not there. Take your rock hammer and go elsewhere. This is not subjective. And so... When Bo brings up the fact that the Jets are reportedly considering and leaning towards bringing back the throwback unis, the New York sack exchange from like 78 to 89, whatever the era was, yes, they should have never gotten rid of them. Whatever incarnation they've come up with all the way from the Mark Sanchez years to everybody else in between, awful. The Giants with the NY on the helmet, awful. The Seahawks, don't even get me started. I mean, the Seahawks unis look like a a melted Mike and Ike box. It's terrible. 
Like all like the Eagles, you watch the Kelly Green Eagle throwbacks, and it's like, dude, what are you doing? What? Why did you go away from these ever? This is not subjective. These are facts, bottom lines, rules. That's it. It's over. Should have never left it. And if you disagree with that, again, you are a loser. It's not subjective, bottom line. All right. So that being said, we now transition over to teams that are actually in the postseason. Still. One of those teams is the Buffalo Bills, who I celebrated last week. And you want to know why I celebrated the Bills last week? Not because the Bills would eventually go on to beat the Steelers. And the fact that I bet the Buffalo Bills and that were one of my Knox Locks picks, even though they were a big favorite. Not the fact that the Bills have played the prettiest football on this little hot stretch that they've been on. But the fact that the Buffalo Bills are one of the rarities. They're the mom and pop shop who doesn't care about sugar intake, carbs, calories, watching it. Like They don't care about any of that stuff. Yeah, listen, uh, gluten-free, cool, good for you. Well, there's a gluten-free place. Right? No, no, no. The Bills are like, hey, listen, when we do have a new stadium, we're building it and it's going to be outdoors, okay? There's not going to be some retractable roof. It's not going to be like what the Rams did with SoFi and make it a giant gazebo and have every, like none of that crap. We're going to do what we do. We play outdoors. This is Orchard Park. And if you don't like it, don't come. Don't be here. I celebrated him for it. It's exactly how it should be sometimes. We need that. All right? That's what we need. And the bills are providing it. But it does bring up a larger point that, like, you know, if not for that sort of mentality and that approach to what it is that they do... You know, some people would be out of a job. Those people would be the people that are currently making 20 bucks an hour to shovel snow at the stadium. And again, I'm not here to toot our horn. I'm not here to pat myself on the back. I'm, but I'm just pointing it out that if you did go to a roof or a dome or a gazebo or whatever canopy a pergola, like whatever you're calling these things to cover up the stadium and the turf and all that stuff, all of those jobs would not exist. Do you know how cool it is? Do you know how cool it is that you could go shovel snow at your favorite team stadium for 20 bucks an hour? Now, I don't know what they feed you. I don't know if Anchor Bar is providing some wings or anything like that. I, don't, I have no idea what that is. I don't know if it's like, you know, with the 20 bucks, you get like a free, you know, you, you can take like a free gondola ride down Niagara Falls. I have no idea. Like, if it's just the 20 bucks and they hand you like a wad of cash and you say, get out, like, cool. The fact that you can do this is exactly why the bills are what they are. It's why that fan base is what it is. It's why they jump through tables and squirt each other with condiments and do the, uh, you know, yeah, they'll throw some other things on the field when they're playing the Patriots. We, we don't need to go down that road, right? We like, we're not, we're not here to do that. I'm just telling you, this is why you can't have everything be all the same and all in unison. It's why Major League Baseball and the way they do their stadium designs is fun. 
Because everything's got a different characteristic. One stadium's deeper to this part of the park than the other stadium is. One stadium's got a short porch here, and the other one dead center is longer than somebody else's. One stadium, the ball travels further, or it's easy to hit it. Like, it, it adds character. Now, you don't want to be so over the top, like when Houston thought it was a good idea to put an incline in the outfield. That, that seems like a bad idea. Not really sure why that passed, but there is something to it. You go to Wrigley Field... You see the ivy, you see the ballpark. You're like, you could set Wrigley Field inside Dodger Stadium. And I'm not making that up. If you've been to both, you know that. But it's something for everybody. The Bills are given something for everybody. All right? Hey, if you like that dome environment, if you like going to a place like SoFi and it feels like you're walking around a hospital, like there's just kind of, eh. this is this weird vibe. You know, you can only walk to certain parts of the stadium, and then you got to walk all the way back around. Like, it's just, it's weird. Like, you're looking, like, you, I swear to God, you walk around SoFi Stadium, and you're looking for, like, if you walk into a certain section of seats, like, you're waiting for them to tell you to put on gloves and, like, a gown and, like, a, a, like a, a face mask to go into that section of seats. Like, hey, make sure you use sanitizer. It's right there. Like, the whole thing's weird. Buffalo, this is what they do. And it's exactly why I threw support behind him last week. And it's exactly why these people can make a little bit of change on the weekend shoveling snow at their favorite team stadium. Good for them. This is why you need stuff like this in the NFL. At the Jonas Knox on X, at the Jonas Knox on X is where you can find me if you uh, agree or disagree with any of these piping hot takes here as we wax poetically on a Saturday getting ready for the divisional playoffs in the NFL. By the way, um, couple of guys right in. Speaking of which, Paul says, your bleep hitchhike on over to Buffalo and make your bleep useless self handy for once shoveling snow out of that dump stadium. And hopefully an avalanche will hit and turn you into a corpse that becomes a snack for a pack of wolves. David writes in. Judas, you passive-aggressive bleep. Go back to doing what you do best. Wiping your social media like anybody will give a bleep, but your five porn bots, you teenage drama bitch soy boy. And then a nice little hand gesture that says, go F yourself to go along with it. So again, at the Jonas Knox on X is where you can find all that. That is at the Jonas Knox on X. If you want to see any of the unedited versions of all of those, uh, you can find those there. Uh, Always uh, fun feedback, positive feedback here on a Saturday afternoon of Sports Talk Radio. All right, coming up next here, though, from the TireRack.com studios. There's something in the NFL that is so great that I don't even think we've truly appreciated it. And I'll tell you what it is here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now, just looking at some of the uh, commentary and feedback. Um, You know, sooner or later, uh, some of you guys are going to have to figure out that nothing offends me on Twitter. It just doesn't. I I don't care. I think it's hilarious. And uh, 
to, to, like if you do take it too serious, uh, you got you got issues, man. Like I don't know what to tell you. Like I don't know how many times you have to log into Twitter or X or whatever they're calling it. The fact that we don't even know what it's called should tell you everything you need to know. You can't get outraged by it. And that's why I don't get outraged, and I celebrate the insults. So keep them coming, and we will have more of those uh, coming up later on here in the show. By the way, a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to talk about two teams in the NFL in a no-lose situation. No-lose situation in the NFL for two teams this weekend, and I'll tell you who that is right here on Fox Sports Radio. So there was a and, – and I always point to this because – I think it was Marcellus Wiley who brought this up to where he made me look at Bruce Smith's career differently. And they were having a discussion about the great Bruce Smith, obviously the all-time sack leader in the NFL. And either somebody had told this to him or he had explained this when he was on Fox Sports 1 a couple of years ago. But when you look at Bruce Smith's career sack number and you look at 200 career sacks and he said instead of looking at that because that number is obviously a huge number and impressive and all those other things that go along with these all but instead of looking at Bruce Smith's 200 sacks as he averaged 20 sacks a year for 10 years look at it instead like he averaged 10 sacks a year for 20 years When you take that step back to look at the number, you go, Jesus, that's incredible. For 20 years, the guy was a double-digit sack artist. For 20 years, on average. That's the average. Like, for 20 years, for two decades, 10 sacks a year, pencil them in. And they were playing less games back then. So, like, when you just think about that, When it comes to that number, it kind of puts it in a different perspective. And there's something in the NFL that's happening right now that I don't know that a lot of people... I think we are aware of it, but I don't know that we've really taken time to truly appreciate it. And I can remember always taking time to appreciate what the Patriots were doing and always thinking, man, we're never going to see this again. Like the level of dominance the Patriots put together, we're never going to see it again. And when you look at the level of dominance and success that Patrick Mahomes has had already in his career, we're probably never going to see this ever again. It's probably never going to happen. The fact that Patrick Mahomes is this many years into his career and tomorrow will be his first ever road playoff game and he's played in 15, isn't that kind of a sign that yeah, this is a level of dominance we've never seen. <laughs> like, not even with Tom Brady early in his career. We've never seen this. Not Montana. Not, we've never seen what he's doing this early in his career. The guys played 15 playoff games, and the only three that weren't at home were Super Bowls. That is a wild thing to consider with how difficult it is in the NFL. 
And so he's entering his – and look, I'm as curious and as fascinated as anybody to see how this is going to go in Buffalo tomorrow. Just from a matchup standpoint, we've seen so many classics between these two teams, Josh Allen, Mahomes. Like, I, I can't wait for it. It's it, it is – it's the biggest game of the weekend, and there's obviously big games. You got your final eight in the NFL, like, but it is the biggest game of the weekend. And it's the capper, it's the main event, as it should be. And we know how, listen, the last time they saw each other in the playoffs, and you know, a lot of people look at that and saying, was that Buffalo's best chance at making a real run? Buffalo would have been to the Super Bowl. Like, all of that being said, when you consider what Mahomes has done to start off his career, it's wild. If he decided after this season, I'm done. Super, he's a Hall of Famer. First ballot, not even a question. And you can point to his one Super Bowl loss and you can say, well, yeah, but it was an ugly loss. And, you know, that was basically a, a road game because it was at Tampa Bay and they were playing Tampa Bay. Yeah, kind of. It was a half full stadium. It was COVID. There were still Chiefs fans there. Like it's not the same as what he's going to experience in Buffalo. Just not. Like what he's going to experience tomorrow night is on another level, and I can't wait to see how he responds. But when you actually look at what he has done thus far in his career, we're never going to see it again. And sometimes in the moment, you got to appreciate that stuff while it's here, because it's going to be gone, and you're going to go, "Damn." Like, I, I, now I get it. Like, I'm telling you, there's so many people that were so caught up in their hate for the Patriots and their hate for Tom Brady and their hate for Bill Belichick and all that stuff. There's so many people caught up in that that are going to look back years later and go, oh, my God. Like, you remember, like, we talk about some great teams from the past, or you'll hear about these great teams from the past. Like, you'll hear about the Vince Lombardi Packers. You'll hear about the Celtics teams that won eight titles in a row. And you'll go, oh, like, man, I can't even imagine a league like that. That sort of dominance. The Patriots are on that level, if not greater, than we've seen in sports. When you consider the years of dominance in their division, what was it, 17 of 19 years they won their division? Just think about that. 17 of 19 years they won their division. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Like, would you just look at that level of dominance? That's why I always appreciated it. I was like, man, you guys get we're never going to see this again, right? Ever. Like, it's just never going to happen. You're never going to see this again. It's like seeing a band before they blow up in some you know coffee shop or cafe somewhere, and you're like, oh my God. Like I, I, I remember them. I saw them. It's like you're never going to see this level of dominance ever again. And to see what Patrick Mahomes has done to start off his career is crazy. And the level of, su- of success that him and Andy Reid and all that stuff, and also the level of success that they've had since the organization made the move that they've made. Because it seems like a no-brainer now. It seems like, oh, gosh, well, of course you would turn the reins over to Patrick Mahomes. You drafted him in the first round. You moved, of course, of course you would do that. No, no, no. There was a real question mark about what this was going to be like. Because they made the decision to move on from Alex Smith. Alex Smith was playing really good football. Alex Smith probably coming off the best season of his career. They had made the playoffs. And there was like a man. I mean, you've got a, like a pretty good roster. You're getting good play. Like, is this the time to turn it over 
to Patrick Mahomes is now the time. And you've seen what's happened since. They've only gotten better. Travis Kelsey was already a really good player. He became a Hall of Famer with Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid was already a really good coach. He became a Hall of Fame coach because of Patrick Mahomes. Like that decision, Brent Beach, like deciding to say, you know what? Like a lot of people thought when Brett Veach called Andy Reid and said, "Hey, I got this guy. I think he's I think he's going to be, you know, the 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 next big thing. I've seen his tape. I've seen the way that he that that you know, the way he he operates. I've seen what he's done. I know they're going to say small school, all this stuff. When Brett Veach goes to Andy Reid and says, "This is the guy. I'm telling you." And would not stop talking about him. Like all of that stuff when you see what Mahomes has done in his short career up to this point, it's all those little moves that were made that made it happen. And I don't think that we take the time often to sit back and go, damn, this is really impressive. Like, look, LeBron James, like him or not, yeah, he's a bit of a blowhard. All right, probably, uh, you know, butts into too many conversations outside of basketball. He doesn't really know what he's talking about. Like, all of that's fair. Get all that, fine. But you cannot deny that what we've seen with LeBron James... Like, we're never going to see it again. So there is a point to where you have to take ba- take a step back and appreciate it in the moment. Because once it's gone, then it'll start to make a whole lot of sense. And what we're watching out of Patrick Mahomes and the start to his career as he embarks on his first road playoff game and he's played in 15 of them is a wild thing to think about. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on X at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox. All right, so coming up, we're going to talk about two teams in the NFL who are sitting pretty. Regardless of what happens this weekend, these teams are sitting pretty. I'll tell you why they are next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Martin Weiss. Jonas, we got some college basketball games in action right now. Number fourth ranked in the nation, North Carolina, with a 39-31 to lead over Boston College. Alabama and Tennessee. Tennessee uh, winning right now by 18 over Alabama, 59-41. to And the number two team, Purdue, 59 59- to uh, 45 over Iowa. One game going on in the NBA, the Bucks and the Pistons. That right now with three minutes and 30 seconds left in the first quarter. Bucks with a two-point lead, 22-20. to 20. Pistons have won four games on the season. NFL divisional round games get started today. Both of the one seeds are in action. First at 4.30 Eastern with the Ravens hosting the Texans. Then at 8.15 with the 49ers and the Packers. Chiefs wide receiver Kadarius Toney ruled out for Sunday's game against the Bills. Speaking of Buffalo, the Bills just tweeted out they still need shovelers to help with snow removal at Highmark Stadium. Second week in a row. Build a dome. Uh, In terms of uh, head coaching carousel, that thing's still moving right now. The Detroit Lions coordinators have been busy not only preparing for tomorrow's game against the Buccaneers, but also interviewing for new jobs. Offensive coordinator Ben Johnson has had head coaching interviews today with the Falcons, the Seahawks, and the Chargers. Defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn have commanders and the Chargers on his interview slate. Los Angeles Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris also interviewing for the Chargers head coaching job. So, I don't know, Jonas, are you interviewing for the head Chargers head coaching job as well? I mean, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> Apparently so. Everybody's doing it. Jim Harbaugh, you name it. Uh, Dallas head coach Mike McCarthy not interviewing for the Chargers head job, but he's going to keep his job in Dallas. But owner Jerry Jones will not extend his contract past 2024. That's per Adam Schefter leaving uh, McCarthy as a lame duck. And CBS Sports reporting that Atlanta owner Arthur Blank desperately wants to hire Patriots head coach Bill Belichick to run the Falcons. 
CBS Sports saying that Belichick will get the job if he wants it. Jonas, back to you. Thanks, Martin. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, look, you know what? A lot of people try and make these. Like, if I were to just predict Belichick's going to the Falcons, Jim Harbaugh's going to take the Chargers job, and then Mike Vrabel's the other one that becomes interesting to where I could see Mike Vrabel maybe in Washington. Like, I just, I just like how everybody looks at Carolina and goes, Oof, I don't know. You know, like, yeah, I'm not really sure about that. You know, it's like, yeah, listen, I mean, you're going to get paid. He's probably going to give you a long-term deal. But, you know, if things go sideways, you could get fired mid-season and, he, you know, he throws a longboard beer in somebody's face. You know, it's like, you know, it just, you know, you got to be careful. Like, there's certain places you just got to be careful. But it does feel like, you know, Belichick with Atlanta, that seems like the way it's trending. Harbaugh with the Chargers, if they can figure that whole thing out. Uh, it seems like a lot of these are are pretty much uh, either a done deal or looking or trending in that direction. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up in 15 minutes from now here from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to have our divisional round edition of Knox Locks. That'll be yours here again 15 minutes from now. So I believe that there's two teams in the NFL this weekend that are playing with house money. I believe two teams in the NFL playing with house money because I believe it doesn't matter what the result is this weekend. They're already good. Those two teams are actually playing today. That would be the Houston Texans and the Green Bay Packers. If you were to say, if you went back in Houston and Green Bay before the season, and you said, what is the ultimate goal this year? Of course, everybody would say, oh, I want to win a Super Bowl. That's cute. That's awesome. Like, you know, a lot of people, yeah, I want to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's man, cute. I guess there's 31 failures, okay? But if you were the Houston Texans or Green Bay Packers and said, what is your goal? The goal is figure out if we have a quarterback. You do. And furthermore, you have a quarterback and you've got a complete culture change. For example, in Houston, Houston was left with a bag of steaming crap left behind by Deshaun Watson, who basically got an extension from the organization and then decided, I don't want to be here anymore. Now, could it have coincided with the fact that maybe he realized there were some things that were going to come up and be made public and he was going to have a little bit of trouble on his hands? Maybe. But it still doesn't take away from the fact that they groomed him. He was their quarterback, a high draft pick, all of that. They wanted to build around him. They paid him to do to be their guy. And then he decided, yeah, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, you know, a couple of months after he signed the deal. And they were put in a bad spot. You had the David Coley year, which was a bad spot. You had the Lovey Smith stuff. Like, I mean, they were just like, the Houston was left for dead. And then D'Amico Ryans comes in. They draft CJ Stroud. And the culture and the future of the organization has completely changed. And then on top of that, they go out and win a playoff game and do it in dominant fashion last week. Houston could come out against Baltimore today and get beat by 3,000 points. It doesn't matter. Like, I mean that. It really, it does not matter. If you're a Houston Texans fan, if they lose this game, yeah, you'll be bummed. You can't watch your team play anymore. Dude, you're good. Like, you got your coach. 
You got your quarterback and you have your culture. You're good. Everything's fine. What about Green Bay? The goal for the Packers this year, like you could say, well, you know, we, we, we're the Packers. We demand success. It's like, okay, well, you didn't make the playoffs last year. So, I mean, if you didn't make them this year, I mean, it's kind of what, you, kind of what you've done. The goal for the Packers was, dude, did you find another quarterback? Or do you need to go kick the tires on somebody else? Did you make a mistake moving on from Aaron Rodgers? And don't worry, I'm not going to sit here and pile on Aaron Rodgers and take shots at Aaron Rodgers now that he's not in Green Bay and the Packers made the playoffs like a lot of people are doing now because they want Rodgers to respond so that they can get in the news. That's like the cool thing now. Take take a shot at Aaron Rodgers, call him a weirdo or conspiracy theorist or all the other things go because his former team's in the playoffs and his current team isn't in the playoffs. The guy got hurt four plays in. Like, do we really think if Rodgers played the entire year and was healthy that they wouldn't have been significantly better? And they didn't need to be that much better to win a lot of those games they lost. They would have been a playoff team too. So stop. Like, people using that as the low-hanging fruit opportunity to take a shot at Rodgers because the Packers made the playoffs. Just stop, dude. Stop. Like, like Enough. Like, credit to the Packers. They got it done. But let's let, let's not pretend like the Packers were some blow-it-out-of-the-water 15-2 and two team that was dominant and all they needed to do was get rid of Aaron Rodgers. They needed to win to get in the final week of the season. They did so, but they were a game over 500. Let's relax. Just calm down. But if you're the Packers, you do feel good from the sense of, all right, well, we want to know whether or not we got a quarterback. You do. Problem solved. We also want to know whether or not Matt LaFleur was a capable coach or if he was just a benefit of having Aaron Rodgers. He's a capable coach. He's done a really good job. So I look at this and go, man, if Green Bay goes up later tonight and gets wiped out by the Niners, are you really that bummed out by it? You know you've got your guy. And you've got, what, the youngest roster in the NFL? You're set. So I look at whatever happens this weekend or whatever happens tonight, and I think the Texans and the Packers are playing with house money. No matter what happens, they're fine. If they go out and win this game, the Houston Texans, man, what a story. It gets even better. If the Packers go out and win this game later on tonight, what a story gets even better. But it doesn't matter. The result actually doesn't matter. Because the goal for the season was to find out whether or not you've got your quarterback, whether or not you've got your coach, and whether or not you have your culture. And both of those have been slam dunks thus far. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on X at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox, and you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios. It is the divisional round edition of Knox Locks. And already... The insults are flying. Find out why next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Yeah, here's the other thing that's not subjective. This song sucks. Get hyped up, Jonas. Oh, man. God. Song makes you want to Take a 30-pack and a sawed-off into the woods and disappear. <laughs> By the way, that was, uh, what was that? Uh, Tub thumping. Yeah, Shumba Wumba. Yeah, that one too. Uh, all right, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, keep it here. A little over 12 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. It'll be Monty Bolaños and Alex Curry. They'll be taking over the airwaves. Always a fun listen. If you missed any of this show... You can check out the podcast. Be sure to check it out. It'll be posted up shortly after we go off the air. You just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review it. Listen, we're not asking a lot here. Just follow it, rate it, and leave a little review. It doesn't take that long. On the podcast, again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. So, um, you know, we, we're going to have Knox Locks here coming up in a moment. Uh, more positive feedback here on the show. guy chris writes in somehow he wrote in with this i don't know if he wrote this with his feet but he sent this in (laughs) oh man i'm gonna try and piece this together there is hope for everyone as some shovel snow in buffalo and you get paid to be the most brain dead radio host and fill in you must be related to (laughs) Um, well, you know, yeah, you must be related to, to a high-ranking official in the country. Uh, you can go check that out. I did retweet it at the Jonas Knox. You can find out the rest. A uh, lot of uh, insults there. Uh, another guy writes in. I believe his name is Danny. Hey, Joanna, how does it feel to know that both Monty and Alex blew the doors off your short bus with their regular season picks compared to your whack picks? You suck, you douche canoe. Yeah. Where's the insult? Like, no kidding, their picks are better than mine. Everybody's picks are better than mine this year. Like, at least that, like, I love how that's an insult. Like, you think anybody watch, walks up to Peter Dinklage and goes, hey, man, you're tiny. It's like, ooh, boy, ooh, what a revelation. Oh, my God, ooh. Like, like you find some bouncer in a bar and you say, you know what, man, Mike Tyson would knock your ass out. Like, ooh, oh boy, what a what a revelation. Man, what a stunt. Like, where's the insult? Everybody's picks are better than mine this year. It was terrible. They were awful picks. But the difference between me and a lot of you quitters out there, 
The difference between me and a lot of you is that I keep getting up and coming back for more. Now, some would say that's the definition of insanity, or at least close to it. Doing the same thing, expecting a different result. But you know what? At least I've got the balls to stand up, take my losses, and I don't hide from them. I address them every week. There's some people that make picks, give takes, and then hope that when they go horribly wrong that you don't remember them. Well, you don't need to remember mine. I remember them, and I address them on the air. And that's the difference between me and a lot of people that do this stuff. Let's go live to our I would also like to pile on your awful picks insider, Chris Perfett, for the latest. Chris, Jonas, would you say that you get knocked down, but you get up again? They're never going to keep you down. Just stop, Chris. Just <laughs> you stop. get knocked down. Just, I, I don't need this. You know what? Like you, you don't help matters. Like this is this is the problem. You know, it's like your buddy who tells you, hey, man, I, I, I want to give up drinking. I got a problem. And you're like, all right, cool. Could you go run in and get me a bag of rolled golds from the liquor store? It's like, okay. That's not helping. It's, just, it's not helping. And that song isn't going to help anybody. I got news for you. But nonetheless, uh, thank you to Chris, Bo, Martin Weiss, also Bree, making everybody sound pretty on the air. The fine editing staff there who does a phenomenal job. Uh, Everybody who took part in this program, it's been a fun one. But we must close up shop by getting back up off the canvas again, answering the standing eight count, and coming back for more in another edition of this. Lock it. Let's lock in. And now, and now, Knox Locks. Now, I know what you're saying. So last week must have been awful. It wasn't. It actually wasn't. Was it great? No. Much like every other pick I've made this year. But you know what? At least it wasn't below 500. And that's saying something. I finished a game under 500 for the first time in the regular season. I've never finished below 500. I did so this past regular season. And last week, 3-3. Three and three. It started out with a great pick. I, this is my favorite pick of the weekend. I love the Houston Texans against the Cleveland Browns. That game wasn't close. An absolute wipeout. And Houston got it done. And I was sitting pretty, feeling really, really good about things. I was feeling great about things. I was even feeling better about things when I had the Kansas City Chiefs, a five-point favorite, hosting the Miami Dolphins in that frigid Peacock Bowl. But guess what? KC got it done. Felt great about that. And then we got to Sunday where I thought it was a good idea to put my money and my backing and my support on the Dallas Cowboys minus seven. Oops, that didn't go well. Neither did the Detroit Lions, a three-point favorite against the L.A. Rams. I'll be honest with you. I was so frustrated with that game that I was just hoping the Rams would have won it. I just like, you know, if I'm going to lose this, just lose it entirely. But nonetheless, they won 24-23. It was a final not good enough for me. Although I did have the Bills minus 10 against the Steelers. Was kind of sweating that one out late. But nonetheless, got it done. And then, you know, I went against my pick on two pros and a cup of joe. I had the Bucks plus two and a half. And then for Knox Locks, I bet the Eagles minus two and a half. Not great. But not poor either. Three and three last week, and now it's time for this week. Texans at Ravens. I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens. 
I know it's a 10-point spread. I know it's 9.5 in some places, but I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens here. I think they're going to right the wrongs of 2019. Everybody's been critical of that run for Baltimore. They had a first-round bye. They had a home game, and then they went out and they laid an egg against the Tennessee Titans. I don't think the Texans are that team. It's been a magical year for Houston. It is a big point spread, but I'll take my chances with the Ravens minus 10. Packers at 49ers. I like Green Bay getting 10 points here. I like it differently. It's, it is going to rain there, which is concerning a little bit, but I think Green Bay's hot, and I'm not asking for him to win this game. I'm just asking for him to keep it close, maybe a backdoor cover, but I'll take Green Bay plus the 10 later on tonight. Buccaneers at Lions. I love Baker Mayfield and the Bucks story, but it ends here, and I think it ends in a big way. I like Detroit minus the six. I think they got over the hump. I think they're going to come out with a lot less pressure on their shoulders. That place is going to be rocking at Ford Field. I like Detroit. Chiefs at Bills. I mean, Patrick Mahomes getting points. I'll take it every single time. Give me KC plus the three. And that is this show and your Knox Locks. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.